Yes, legends, how's it going? This is episode 20 of the Modern Day Leader. It's the 17th of December, just over a week until Christmas. And I'm not even counting down the days now, I'm counting down the minutes. I've literally got a timer on my computer that tells me how many minutes it is until Christmas. No, I'm joking. I've not gone that far, but I am super, super excited just uh, waking up seeing the kids face when they uh, think that Santa's come down the chimney even though our chimney is boxed up so uh, it's going to be interesting me trying to explain that to him on Christmas day um, but no I can't wait for Christmas and uh, just have a few mince pies whiskey and coke um, and I love Aspel's as well absolutely love Aspel's cider and it will be the first time that I've had a drink since August believe it or not so what's that August September October November December yeah literally about 16 weeks since I've had a drink um, and to be honest with you, I've just gone off alcohol a bit this year. Just I found it's made me feel a bit anxious. And uh, even if I just have a couple of drinks, like maybe three to five drinks, I find that it affects my sleep massively. Like my sleep score goes down, it affects my performance, it affects my mood, and it actually makes me more anxious for the next couple of days. Like I feel like my heart rate's just going a little bit quicker. So I've kind of just then I've fallen out of love with drink, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but I'm definitely looking forward to just having a couple over the festive period. Uh, and in today's podcast, it's basically like how we can still have a great Christmas without letting our health go to shit, basically. You know, we're in the festive period. It's in full flow. We've got two weeks till the end of the year. We've got Christmas coming up. We've got New Year coming up. And I've had a lot of clients over the last week or so asking me about my approach to health and fitness over the next couple of weeks. And I thought it'd be really cool to share some tips on, on what I do and just to give you maybe a different perspective so that you can still go into Christmas, you can still have a great time, do all the things that you love, but in a way that's actually going to complement your life as opposed to letting everything fall to shit and then coming out of the festive period feeling tired, depressed, and then going into January just not in the best headspace because I think there's so much hype around Christmas um, and we can just let ourselves go but then we always got to come back to reality in January and if you're not careful January is in my opinion one of the hardest months of the year because of the hype of Christmas and then back to life back to reality so what I believe personally like what I do myself is make sure that the next two weeks I have a great time but I also want to make sure I'm setting myself up for an incredible 2024 so yeah I am um, I'm going to share a couple of different tips with you because after all you know you want your Christmas to be good right you want to come out positive and um, so here are nine things that I do to have a great Christmas without letting my mental and physical health fall by the wayside so number one I actually think about how I want my Christmas to be like over the next kind of couple of weeks or so this festive period I ask myself the question how do I want it to be for me like what's going to be a good outcome and for me these next couple of weeks are about relaxing it's about spending time with my kids yes food is a part of it but what I put in my stomach is also going to impact the quality of time I have with my loved ones. If I'm putting in crap every single day, I'm going to feel rubbish. And therefore, the quality of time that I have with my loved ones is going to be diminished. Because if I'm doing stuff with my kids and I'm feeling bloated and my energy isn't good and my mood isn't good, then that's going to be impacting the quality of time that I have with those. 
And also I remember when I was like struggling with binge eating, um, I don't know if you've listened to the binge eating episode I did on my podcast quite recently, but if you haven't, I, I definitely recommend it because there's, there's quite a lot of gold in there. And I remember when I was struggling and I, I was worried about going into Christmas because I'd, I'd achieved so much. I'd like, I'd, I'd overcome the binging for, for, for about six months. And I remember speaking to my coach at the time saying, I'm really worried about Christmas because every single Christmas I press the fuck it button and it's usually like about 10 or 14 days of eating crap. And I'm just really worried about this period. I remember just the question that my coach said to me, he said, Nick, like given the choice, would you rather have Christmas with all the people that you love, but not be able to eat any of the food? Or would you rather just have Christmas by yourself with unlimited amount of food that you like, mince pies, celebration, quality streets, all that stuff, but not spend time with your loved ones? And I was like, well, of course, I'd rather spend time with my loved ones. And basically, like what we established was that Christmas was about connection. It's the social connection and food could still be a part of it, but it wasn't the main focus. And for me, that just a light bulb just kind of clicked in my head. And it just gave me this awareness that actually, yeah, you know what? I can still have some of this food, like some of this chocolate and mince pies. I can still overeat a little bit, but I don't need to take it to the excess. And actually, it got me to realize what the meaning of Christmas is for me. Um, and that was just something that really, really helped. So first of all, I think about how I want the Christmas to be, how I want to feel going into Christmas and obviously the connection and spending time with people that I love. So that for me is what Christmas is all about. And the food is just a small part of it. The second thing is I have what's called a five-day rule. So basically over the next two weeks, I don't just let myself go for two weeks. I let myself go for five days. So for me, it's Christmas Eve, it's Christmas Day, it's Boxing Day. That's three days. And then over the new year, maybe like New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, there'll be two days then. So there's actually only five days rather than just thinking right, right off the year, let's start again in January. Five days off over the next two weeks isn't going to make a massive, massive difference to your progress. So for me, those days that I've just mentioned, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, Boxing Day, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, I'm relaxed with food. I don't really worry about calories. I, I don't track anything or do anything like that. I just try and stay mindful. And I always think, right, is this food like, am I eating this from a place of like enjoyment? You know, there's a difference between having a couple of mince pies or having some drinks and enjoying it versus oh, I'm feeling a bit low, I'm feeling a bit depressed. I'm just going to have a packet of mince pies or I'm going to you know, drink myself into oblivion. It's being aware of like the, the limits and yeah, just being aware of everything that's going in your mouth and, and recognise is this coming from a place of um like love almost like in the sense that like this is a positive thing or, or am I actually trying to avoid burying my head in the sand and just overindulge because you know you're struggling with feelings, you're bored, you're lonely, um, you know, you, you're struggling with something. So that's something that I always ask myself before eating. And I'm really, really mindful of how much that I eat. The third thing is I still train over Christmas. I still train four to five times per week because more for mental health, more than anything, like I feel good when I'm training. And I actually find that I train a lot better over the next couple of weeks because usually I'm just a bit more relaxed. There's less work. A lot of clients are kind of switching off. They're having their festive period. And I just feel good for training. Like I'll often train on Christmas Day just because it just makes me feel good. It sets me up and it, it creates a bit more room for a few more calories as well. So my training still stays the same. I still train four to five times per week. 
I'll tend to do like higher volume. So what I mean by higher volume is I'll maybe do like an extra five to 10 sets. I'll spend a little bit longer training just so I'm burning more calories and I'll do like higher reps, you know, especially towards the end of a session, just because you get better pumps. You usually put more food in over Christmas as well. So you're putting that food to good use to be able to build muscle. So I always think try and keep your output high over Christmas. That's something that you can control. And even if you're just doing like a 30, 60 minute workout four to five times a week, that's going to put your body in a good place. And the, ca- the extra calories that you are putting into your body will be used to repair muscle, to actually make your muscles more pumped. So I, I always train over Christmas for-, for mental health. And then also because I'm having higher calories, I just make sure that those calories are being put to good use, i.e. building muscle, recovering, etc. The fourth thing is I still walk about 10,000 steps every day. So it's about 60 minutes, about an hour to an hour and a half walking every day. I keep myself moving. I get outside again when it's dark, it's cold. There's a tendency to just stay in and then you get a bit bored or there's people coming around, you're socializing. So food tends to be a big focus. So just by getting out, it just gives me a clearer perspective. It gives me fresh air. And again, obviously it burns calories. The fifth thing that I do is I eat lower calories between those days where I'm going to overindulge. So the five days that I mentioned, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, Boxing Day, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, I know that they're going to be higher calorie days. They're probably going to be double what I would usually eat. So on the days on the build up between those, for example, this week, Tuesday until Saturday, it's Christmas Eve on Sunday, obviously Christmas Day on Monday. So from Tuesday till Saturday's week, I'm going to eat lower calories. I might eat like 2,000 calories instead of 2,800, which is what I usually do. So if I bank 800 calories a day for the next five days, that's 4,000 calories. So I'll tend to eat less calories on the build-up to those days because I know that I'm going to indulge. And then once those days are done, I will, again, come back again to a lower baseline. So let's say, for example, this week, Tuesday through Saturday, I'll have 2,000 calories a day. Then Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, I'll just relax with food. But then Wednesday, Thursday, say Friday, I will then come back down to 2000 calories and then I'll have a couple of days off over the new year period. So I tend to cycle my calories like that rather than just indulging every single day. And that way you don't feel as bad. You give your body a bit of a break. um, And that's just something, a strategy that I've been using for the last couple of years. The sixth thing that I do is I fast. So I usually don't have my first meal over the next couple of weeks until about 12 o'clock because again, because I'm putting in more kind of processed food, sugars, the celebrations, knocking about. We know what it's like at Christmas, right? There's always going to be stuff in the cupboard. So what I kind of do is I don't eat my first meal until 12 o'clock because I find it's better for digestion. It also means that by skipping my breakfast calories, which in my case is usually about 400 to 600, it means that I've got more calories to play with uh, later in the day. And just a bonus tip on that, not only do I fast, but I also try and delay eating poorer food until later in the day. I don't know about you, but like whenever I have like a poor quality food, let's say some processed sugar, um, you know, something like that, that that we just know if we eat too much of it, it's probably not going to make us feel very good. I know that if I have that earlier on in the day, I'm going to be far more likely to have it later in the day. So I know that if I was to have like chocolate croissants for breakfast, I'll be far more likely to have poor quality food for the rest of the day. Whereas if I have like a good healthy lunch, you know, a healthy snack at about three or four o'clock, then in my evening meal, yeah, I might have a bit bit of Christmas cake, you know, I might have something that's a bit of a treat. So all of a sudden, rather than having crap, you know, multiple times throughout the day and just snacking on stuff, I try and maybe just do it later in the day, you know, kind of towards like the evening meal, because yeah, I just find that that works really, really well. The seventh thing that I do is I still keep basic standards in place. I've talked about my training, but 
outside of my training, I still listen to podcasts. I still read. I still keep a, a gratitude diary. The way I see it, and I've used this analogy before, is you wouldn't not brush your teeth, right, for two weeks. I'd hope not. Anyway, you're going to get some funny looks off your family members, and you're going to probably, you're probably, probably a good way to, to uh, jump a queue because people will be parting ways if you've not brushed your teeth for two weeks. But joking aside, like, you're still going to brush your teeth for the next two weeks, right? So why are you not going to look after your physical health? Why are you not going to look after your mental health? So for me, I still have basic standards in place. Yes, I relax from work. Like I don't do anywhere near as much work. My focus is on family. Uh, it's, it's a completely different focus, but I still do things that I know that are good for me. I still train. I still walk. I still keep my gratitude diary. I still read. You know, still trying to keep myself in a good place, right? Because I want to have a good time. I want to enjoy this next two weeks. I don't want to go into some bunker, get pissed every single day, eat loads of crap and then come out in January feeling like some kind of caveman um, <laughs> that's that's bloated and, and feels like a sack of potatoes. So I keep those basic things in place, things that I know that are positive are going to keep me on an even keel, if you like. The eighth thing is I'm all set for January. Like I know we're only middle of December, but I, I've got a coach. Like a lot of people leave hiring a coach until the new year. So they go off the rails for the next couple of weeks and then all of a sudden it's new year there's about two days left before work and they think right i need to get something in place so they'll often reach for something that's fast fixing like right i'll do one of these like apps or I'll, I'll quickly try and find a coach and then i'll start on monday what you'll find is a lot of the best coaches are getting booked up quickly like in the last 24 hours i've had five inquiries for people that are wanting to start now or actually say actually you know what i'm 100 committed i want to start in the new year so i'm already getting inquiries at this moment in time and even last year i offered out 10 spaces in january and they were pretty much gone i think with about seven to ten days so what you'll find is a lot of coaches will get booked up and if you're not careful you'll be making a decision not in the best place because if you do overindulge at Christmas then you're going to be more kind of like emotionally reactive and not necessarily thinking from a higher place so one thing I would say is like get something in place now even if you don't start until January just make a commitment if you know that actually your health and fitness is going to be one of your top priorities in the new year get something in place now and then you can just go into christmas relax and then you come out and you know that you're going to have a plan in place come january so that's something that for me is really really important like having a coach in place i know what i'm going to be doing in the new year the goals are set and it just then means that i'm not leaving everything to the last minute so yeah just getting set for january is really really key and if you are interested in potentially exploring how we could work together, feel free to drop me a message. I'm going to be opening 10 places in January and I'm doing um, an offer at this moment in time. So if you are interested in starting your journey, just drop me a message, nick at lepfitness.co.uk or feel free to message me on Instagram. We can have a conversation. It's important that, you know, I'm the right fit for you and also likewise as well. Um, so yeah, feel free to drop me a message there. The ninth thing is, and this is going to be the last thing, is like I, I love to reflect. I love to look at the last 12 months what's gone well like what have i achieved what am i really really proud of i think it's important to stop and acknowledge your wins i also look at like where have i fallen short like what have what did i say i was going to do that i didn't do like i'm brutally honest i don't just inflate myself and say that this has been a great year i also look at actually yeah but you know what nick this is what you said you were going to do here 
but you haven't followed through with it. So I'm, I love to just reflect and just think, how's this last year gone? I look at the goals that I set last year. I look at the direction. I look at the wins, the losses, the lessons, everything in between. And I spend maybe like one to two hours just reflecting on the year. And I love it. It's, um, it's really therapeutic. And it also gives me a clearer picture of where I want to go into the next year. And what I'm thinking of doing, guys, is actually doing a podcast on this, actually just reflecting on my year, sharing all the highs with you, but then sharing some of the lows, sharing some of the lessons. So I think I'll do a podcast on that over the next couple of weeks. Um, and then, yeah, I also get excited, obviously, for the new year. So start to think about what I want to accomplish. I start to write down ideas. I've already got a list of goals that I want to accomplish. And again, I think this could make a really good episode, like how to set New Year's resolutions. And I know a lot of people are scared of setting New Year's resolutions. But what I tend to find is with people that are scared, and I used to be like this up until about five years ago I was scared of setting goals because there was a part of me that's like if I don't achieve them I failed but actually I found that from hanging around with a lot of successful people they do set goals and they go after them and by setting goals you're going to be far more likely to achieve it because you're actually um yeah, say, telling the world what you want and you have to go after what you want. You have to say this is what I want and then go and make it happen. So I think that's kind of a topic for a different episode, which I think I'll do in the next couple of weeks. I think I'll do a reflection of the year and share my wins, my highs, my lows, my losses, my lessons. And I think I'll do a, a podcast episode on how to set some goals for the new year, some things to think about and how to set yourself up for a, an incredible 2024. So hope you found that helpful, guys. As always, like I would love to get feedback. It's amazing. Like when I get messages from people saying that listen to the podcast and a particular thing stood out to them or helped them or they just enjoyed listening to it, it really makes my day, guys. So I would love to hear feedback. Like, feel free to drop me a message at nick at lepfitness.co.uk. Feel free to drop me a message on Instagram. If there's anything that you think actually, Nick, I'd love to get an opinion on this, like whether it's training, nutrition, mindset, whether it's just like, actually, I just want to run something past you. Like my inbox is always open and uh, I just absolutely love helping people. I honestly do. Like it gives me fuel. It's it's what keeps me going. It's what gives me purpose knowing that, yeah, I'm, I'm helping somebody on their own mission, whether they're a client or not. It's uh, It doesn't matter. It's, it's the impact. That's the number one thing that I'm driven by. So thanks once again for listening, guys. It's an absolute pleasure to, to share this stuff with you. I really enjoy doing the podcast. And um, yeah, I hope you have an incredible Christmas. Enjoy yourself. And I will see you on the next episode.